It's Loving the Strange with Carrie Jones and Sean Farrar. Loving the Strange, a podcast for weirdos and those who want to be weirder. Embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. Loving the Strange. Check us out. <laughs> hey. Hello, love. That was, a, that was a very uh, hopeful... <laughs> Hey, everybody. So if you um, welcome to Loving the Strange, the podcast in which my co-host Sean talks about things that people who aren't watching live don't understand. So anyways, I wrote, hey, everybody in the chat for our live episode. And Sean's like, nobody said, hey, yet. You're being hopeful. <laughs> Nobody's here. But, but that's, that's not, not true. Because Dee and Doug are here. Yeah, that's right. I was Thanks, just being guys. psychic. Hey, Shani, you want to tell everybody what uh, this week's episode's about? Yeah, it's about strange hobbies. Like what, man? Like what? Well, first, I want to give you a congratulatory shout out because you went, you went Existing? live. You went live within 27 seconds, which is a new record for you. <laughs> The old record was previously 26. For some reason, I'm the techie in our, <laughs> uh, in our life. Um, and, and techie is not my hobby. Like, I am not a techie person. And uh, somehow, I think I have become the techie person for our podcast and our audio and all that kind of stuff. Just so Sean can mock me, because that's no. the marriage. We it's because you're the one that goes out and learns how to do it. I'll give you all the credit, baby. And and you know what else? I think I can tie this into our podcast because, right? Ready? Yeah. Sean's hobbit, hobbit. <laughs> Sean's hobby <laughs> is mocking me. Ooh. Oh, that's not true. It is true. You're not that mockable. Oh, you lie. So today, all we're going to talk about is not poops and not fart jokes, maybe. Whatever. But actually, but actually, the weird and amazing hobbies that people have. And when we were thinking about the podcast at the last minute, I thought, oh, my gosh, why do people even have hobbies, right? Like, yeah. why do we do that? Do you have any ideas, Shani? It looks uh... so shiny. Well, you're not. You're not. Oh, there. I'm shiny. Look at that. Okay. Anyways, Sean's hobby is shiny. But what are? Do you have any reasons, like ideas, about why people have hobbies? No. Other than it's just naturally (laughs) what interests them. Right. Like Dee said, what if people have a weird poop or fart hobby? LOL. And that could be. We'll talk about that if that happens. There's totally a poop hobby for sure. Are you sure? Are you just making that up? No, people that collect different kinds of scat, like animals and stuff. Fecal uh, matter? Yeah. A long time ago, like a month ago, I had a post and it was, and I had, I used the word scat in it and nobody knew what I was talking. Well, not nobody, but like a lot of people didn't know I was talking about animal poop. Some yeah. people just had never heard the word and a lot of people thought I was talking about jazz. Well, that's the more commonly used way of it. But is that it? scat, scat is a type of uh, rhythmic singing, isn't it? 
sort of. Yeah, it's like a. Um, sorry, that's Gabby panting. Um, our dog. Uh, scat is like a. It's a sort of freestyle. Yeah. Um, vocalization during jazz. Right. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, random fact about me, because God knows you want to hear it, but um, my grandpa, my grandpa Morse was a jazz drummer. That's what he did for a living. Oh. I, I do not seem like I come from someone who was a jazz drummer, but I was. He was super cool. He was like so two feet you, tall. I think you inherited tall. his cool jeans. No. No, man. I used to have a fart collection, actually. How can I you collect to... a fart, honey? Oh, it's like a gas. In... No, you keep them in a latex balloon. You're I lying. To... I had a huge one. It You're was like lying. One the... It was like one of the biggest ones in the country. And then and then our house blew up, and that's how we ended up in a trailer. You're such a liar. <laughs> what? I started to believe you. Look it up. And... Look it up in the Sun Sentinel. You're lying. I am, of course. Okay, but... thank God. <laughs> I was like, is this something he just should have like disclosed prior to the marriage? Well, why is that? Why is that a mandatory disclosure? <laughs> it should be a mandatory disclosure. <laughs> I gave it up. I gave it up after the house blew. Oh my god! All right. Anyway, so why do people have hobbies? Let's be helpful. Ready? Yeah. Hobbies help you relax. Hobbies lower your anxiety. They lower your stress level. They might even lower your blood pressure. They also can help you be less depressed. They um, can uh, give you a purpose outside of work. Sean? Apparently and, I've never had the right hobby for me. <laughs> and they also can, like, you know, just increase your happiness. They can, like, enhance your whole life. And then you can have friends groups based on your hobbies sometimes right yep maybe not for the fart balloon thing but like oh what? i'll bet you <laughs> the problem is it's like can collecting they're not worth anything if they're open if you pop the balloon just to smell the fart then it's not worth anything anymore <laughs> that's true d was like <laughs> on dating profiles everywhere they're gonna have do you collect farts <laughs> like <a> question <laughs> <laughs> uh, Would you have put that on your dating profile if you had an online dating profile, Bay? No. 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 Yeah. Oh God. Well. Okay. Because if you do, I can help you add to your collection. Yeah, that <laughs> might, would be yeah. mightily. But there is a what? Oh my God! I just forgot. There was a collecting thing. Um, well, there's many collecting things that fit our weird. Huh? category but uh there was one that i just got reminded of by the fart thing oh it was uh people actually collect in flight like on an airplane sick yes. bags, sickness bags yeah like so the bags you throw up with yeah in, maybe Hopefully. in the back of the seat <laughs> right yeah. people how do you collect that why do you collect that and, and do you know how much more they're worth if they're full? No, you're lying. Yeah, of course. Oh, why do you lie like that? <laughs> they have to be new, pristine condition. Anyways, just like you any said, other collectible. Do you said that you'd be surprised by what's on dating profiles today? And I had to tell you, I'm sure I would be. Oh, me I'm too. Not, I'm not I'd allowed to go on there because Sean will get really angry at me. But 
She still gets emails from Mats.com all the time. From like 2007 when my campaign manager, like we helped him set up a profile and Emily, my daughter and I were like, had to go on to like see it and stuff. And I still randomly get junk mail from them. She thinks I buy that, but whatever. I trust her. It's so true. Yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> D said you'd be surprised by what's on dating profiles today, probably about hobbies and other things. But <laughs> I saw this amazing, <laughs> amazing quote, right? Um, article. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, we'll have the link in our podcast notes, but it was a like a list of the weird hobbies that people put down on their resume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, um, I'm going to read you some and hopefully Gabby, the dog's going to go settle down. You can probably hear her panting. That's not me. All right. So these are Might things be. people allegedly actually put on their resume. And quick reminder for all of us, a resume is something you submit to get a job, right? <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. I like sex. That's a good hobby. That's their hobby. Drinking. Not a good hobby. Hacking. Not hacking. A good hobby. I'm assuming it's computer and not like coughing up a lung kind of hacking. Well, maybe that's a good hobby if you're applying for the right job. Maybe. Farmville. Do you remember Farmville? I do. But yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen it. I just remember the name. Talking. Talking? Talking. Well, Their hobby maybe. is talking. Maybe it's a phone sales job. <laughs> and then here's a direct quote. Ready? Honestly, I like doing nothing. That's a productive worker right there. Escapology. What is escapology? Do you know what escapology is? Uh, I think it's probably being restrained and having to get out of it. Sounds like it's probably uh, got some sexual ties, maybe. Oh, like know. a naughty bondage thing? Well, it doesn't have to get be out? naughty, but just being restrained and trying to escape. Oh. I don't know. I All can right. look it up for you if you want. No, this is my favorite one. Ready? Yeah. Time travel. Oh, that's a fantastic hobby, Dude, actually. I would hire that person, like, in a hot second for, like, if, like, I really they thought they could do time travel. I'd be like, yeah, they'd be, a, they'd be a fantastic employee. Yeah. D said, I would assume escapology is getting out of things like escape rooms. Oh, could be. Logical. Yeah, it is. Can you hear Gabby? Huh? Oh, yeah, a little bit. It's all right. It's not, it's not horrible. All right. It's just a so, panting dog. It is her panting dog. I, yeah, I think it probably is escape rooms. All right, you ready? Yeah. You want to hear more? Yeah. Snake skin collecting. It's not horrible, but. Would you put it on your resume? Uh, no. Arguing with people online? Definitely not. Resume worthy. Ferret racing. Very interesting. I know. Like, how do you, what, like, is there a whole group of people who do ferret racing? I like, guess so. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, stalking celebrities. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I'm going to hire you. Um, here's my favorite ego one. Ready? Yeah. My hobby, being awesome. Wow. Yeah. And, here, and here's the one we're well on our way to. Ready? What? 
I have 14 cats. We only have three. We're on our way. No, we're done. <laughs> Netflix and chill. <laughs> and then finally, crash dieting. Oh, that's I don't think that's a healthy thing to write down. <laughs> it's definitely not a... <laughs> That was funny. What Doug Marshall, Doug Marshall said, ferret racing, colon, the jockeys must be really small. Like, the jockeys are like gerbils or something. <laughs> and Doug also said a hobby can be a stepping stone to a new career or unemployment. That's really true. I know. Really I know. true. So, Ben. Yeah. You got any cool insight on hobbyists? Insight, no, but I have a whole list of interesting hobbies here. Is one of them trying to keep your dog quiet while you podcast? No. Uh, she'll lay down eventually. No, it's oh. not a hobby because it's not lowering my stress level. Right around 8 o'clock. <laughs> oh, Nancy Corliss said, collecting plates from around the world and the U.S. since she was about 12. That's wow. a hobby. Heck That's yeah, a collector hobby. Definitely. Nancy, do you put Nancy. them all on your wall? Like, where do you put them all? Hopefully, Nancy has a garage, maybe. That's kind of cool. I don't know. It is. But I bet yeah. she's got a lot. Sean and I once wanted to start, like, a bar restaurant where we had all the license plates on the walls. Like, a place we saw in Apalachicola, Florida. Yeah. We could but... just borrow Nancy's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we give her credit for the display. Like, like, a, like a museum. Yeah. All right, tell us some weird hobbies, Sean. We're ready. All right, so this one is, uh, oh. this first one is pretty innocuous, but I think it's interesting. It's bug fighting. What? And it's, like, it's like dog fighting or cock fighting or whatever. Rooster, you know, rooster. It's people, people bring bugs and they have these little tiny plastic or <laughs> like rings. And they, they put they the don't. two bugs in there. Yeah. And they, and, and they, they make at, the bugs kill each other. Well, I don't. I don't think it's a fight to the death. I think They're it's more, bugs, man. more of like a wrestling thing with points and stuff. You know, domination, earned points. But people no. get people get into it so much. Like some of them actually raise their own bugs. No. Yeah. Do they bet on it and stuff? Oh, like, I'm sure they do. What do you even call that bug well, fighting? Yeah, according to this, you should be able to find videos of it on YouTube. <laughs> what? Yeah. How has I? How, like I've never had any idea. Yeah. No. Yes. I think that's there's a cool. Vice article. There's a Vice article I just found, and it and it says the weird corner of YouTube where bugs fight to the death. See, you were trying to pretend they weren't fighting to the death because you're nice Just for and you, baby. Just I know, and you. I appreciated that, but it was a lie, and I knew it was a lie. All right, ready? What? I'm going to read this for a second. You ready? All right, all right. Um, Mac Lamaru wrote this, and Mac is centered in Toronto, and says, for centuries, we've been watching animals fight to the death for our entertainment. Man versus man, lions versus man, tigers versus panthers, wolverines versus warthogs. And now, thanks to YouTube and high-def iPhones, insects versus other insects. It's a blood sport. More often than not, these blood bug gladiatorial videos end with the death of one of the insects. And somewhat surprisingly, 
is very popular, like multi-million views popular. Wow. I would like to tell you that there is a typo in that article. And oh, my instead God. Of, and instead of multi, <laughs> it says mullet. <laughs> mullet million. Maybe they did that on purpose. <laughs> and I would like to tell you that my hobby is finding typos in other people's works because I never find it in mine, as that Nancy is, Corliss knows. Never. But other is, people's stuff, that is ooh, your, I'm good. That is yeah. your hobby. Man. And it, tur it turned into a career, just like Doug said. <laughs> um, John Bell said, remember our old hobby? He's addressing Sean. Yeah. Of going to Palm Beach and tearing up our trucks and praying it would make it to work on Monday. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I've told you about Florida. that a ton of times. Can we you used to go mudding. To Remember? Huh? Oh, mudding. Yeah. Mudding. Palm we... Beach is a beach and not a town? No, it's it. Palm Beach has a beach, but we would be out, out west where it was just all this barren land. I don't even know who owned it. And there was giant mud pits and and all these people would congregate. Some people would have like full track vehicles, like a, it was like basically like a pontoon boat, but with tank treads. Super like badass. Mad Maxi. Like, yeah, that like, really like, Mad they, Max. like they like, just they would just fly through the mud pits, no problem. And all the people people would bring their trucks out there, like the rich kids, <laughs> with these trucks that were like fifteen feet high, and. Uh, we didn't have that in New Hampshire. And John and I would always show up with our two-wheel drive trucks. <laughs> he had a full size. I had a little S10. I'd have to be going like 100 miles an hour to get across the sand. Because <laughs> there was this long stretch of desert you had to go through. But, yeah, it was a blast every weekend. That's all we did for a little years. That, that was your hobby, right? <laughs> Pretty much that and drinking beer. And so did it lower your stress levels and make you less depressed? Oh, it was pretty stressful most weekends, but <laughs> oh, no. it was a it was a different kind of stress. Did you have like a friends group and like create like a community around it? Because that's what oh, it's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah, like, definitely. Uh, it was man. a huge community, way outside of our friends group, even. Shelly says, "I love mudding. Mudling it's, is it mud oh, I'm trying to find Gabby for Nancy Corliss for the uh, people." That's the back of our dog. She's like a bald old man. She is a bald old man. <laughs> Poor baby. Um, yeah. Uh, Wait. What? Isn't Shelly related to you? Yeah. Aw. How come everybody <laughs> in your family has gone mudding and I've never done it? Because uh, not all that many people go mudding up here. They do. Some of them do. But I don't think they go... They go to the, the rock, the sand pits, and it's more dry. It's not wet. So it's basically you have a big vehicle. Yeah. And you go around and get No, dirty. you go straight. Mostly you go straight. But, and you get Because usually it's like, a, it's like there's, the mud pits are developed by the vehicles kind of in a straight line, and it's like a contest to see who can go all the way through. So most people can't. And you end up having to get pulled out by a bigger, madder truck, and then you look like a schmuck. That's why John Bell, John <laughs> Bell, when we were, I don't even know, we were still teenage. I don't, we were just out of high school, just yeah. out of high school. And he bought, he bought this truck. It was called the One Ton Solution. And uh, it was, was a it one really ton. Called? Yeah, because it was a one ton truck and it was all jacked up. It had huge mud tires on it. It was the baddest vehicle in the neighborhood. I, honestly, it was. 
because nobody had a one-ton four-wheel drive back then, hardly. But this is <laughs> I could talk this, I could talk about this for like a long time. I've told you this before, woman. I understand. I'm just teasing. <laughs> My truck is a three-quarter uh, a half-ton pickup truck. It's a 1500 series. And then they make a 250 or a 2500 series that's three-quarter tons. And then they make a 3000 or a 300 series like John's was. It's a one-ton truck. It means it has it can carry a bigger payload. It has a better suspension. And everybody's gone now because they're bored. So I just got like my whole brand just like shut off. But <laughs> Shelly said that they went in a Volkswagen bug. That thing could fly through because they will float. Oh yeah. Because it stays more or less on top of the mud. It's like a oh, it's like a water it's like gosh. a water bug, you know. Isn't that um first off, I'm super impressed by Shelly. But secondly, like isn't that bad? Like all the mud and the rocks and the water and the Oh, stone it's horrible. And... That's why John said we he used to pray we could because we were driving our daily drivers and uh Oh, like your regular car? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's horrible, horrible, because the mud and because mud has you know pieces grains of sand in it. It gets inside your wheel bearings and all, and your brakes, and tears everything to pieces after a while. It's terrible. But every hobby has its price. Was there a lot of alcohol and like uh, inter-friend family drama involved? Uh, well, there was a lot of alcohol, not a lot of drama. Like, did people try to hook up while they were mudding? Like, oh yeah, part? oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But that's mainly because of the alcohol. <laughs> Not because you're a teenager, sir. That too, that too, yeah. All right. Tell us another weird hobby, Sean K. All right. Uh here's one personally I find horrible. Remember, this is no judgment. If any of you engage Worse in than these killing the bugs? That's not horrible. That's horrible. No. That's horrible. No. Dude, you're watching little buggies bite to the death. That's horrible. If you could give cockroaches like little baby guns, I'd watch them fight all day long and kill each other. It's not That's horrible. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Apparently, John Bell had his own keg at mudding events. Oh, yeah. Wow. Right in a, right in a giant trash can full of ice. You grew up so different than me. Uh, that's how we rolled. And you probably had so much more fun. Okay, ready. What? I want to oh, hear something. You're waiting on me, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> this is the one I personally do not in engage in. Collecting navel fluff, toenails, or fingernails, or something like that. I told you about this. I know someone who did this. Yeah, I know. I um, His name was Angus. And yeah. his dad was the editor-in-chief of Rolling Stone magazine. And he was my boyfriend's roommate in college. They got, like, put together when they were new students, you know, like, mm -hmm. the first year. And he would, like, sit in his chair. And he had this big, huge jar of the things your body doesn't need, like hair and toenails <laughs> and fluids and that's horrible just sit there and mumble a lot and part of me thinks he was just trying to get a single so he could have a really much cooler <laughs> pad because this guy was smart he had a long game going and my boyfriend was kind of uptight especially back then and he was just like i can't live there anymore he just mumbles and sits in the dark with his jar this jar of body things and it was like 
But I guess that was a hobby. Well, it is, according to many articles I read today. So I don't want to judge anybody who's this is collecting toenails is their hobby. That's what I was but, trying to say before. But but like why? Why? What's I don't know. The, I want to know the compulsion, like the secret desire underneath that. That sounds more like a psychological collecting desire rather than just a for fun desire. I don't know. You know. I mean, like Angus got a lot of ladies. Did he? Yeah. Not me. But like a lot. <laughs> Not you. Sure. Are you sure he doesn't have any of your toenails in that jar? He definitely does That's not probably have any what it was. It, was it wasn't even his stuff. It was from all the ladies. I wouldn't doubt it. He collected a little piece from each one of them. I wouldn't doubt it. It was very, very creepy. <laughs> oh. Post that next comment because that's actually kind of cool. Okay, hold on. Oh, all right. I knew someone that collected painted fingernails, big yeah. ones, of course. Ooh. I think that's cool. Like you could have, you could make a really cool little display picture out of that. Like, yeah. Like, did they make a display? Were they just in a jar? Like, were they on the windowsill above the kitchen sink? I have so many questions about this. <laughs> so but, many questions. But we can roll on while Siri answers. Oh my God, that's amazing. This is another one I found interesting. Okay. Competitive dog grooming. I like that. But it's not competitive dog grooming like you take your dog to the groomer and it comes out with a poodle bob. <laughs> it's like it's like they take, and a lot of them I think might be poodles, but they take them and they groom them. One I saw looks just like Big Bird. They, yeah. dye, their, they dye their fur. They make them look like a tiger. Hold and on. Another, For those of you who, wait, I bet I can share this. All right. Um, I saw people. another one. Who but, are alive, but keep talking. I saw another one that looked like Eeyore. Yeah. It's cool. So do I mean, you they win prizes? Know. Of or they like do. Yeah. oh my gosh. That's amazing. Like, how amazing is that? Like I'm surprised like the animal Okay, channel. can everybody see that? Oh my god, I can. <laughs> All right. So like if you look, oh that's our dog. It's really like, small. Oh, is it small here? Like maybe we can go like this, and we well, can see the competitive do world dog. of dog grooming. Like click. we have this dog right here who has like Goofy. There's the Big Bird who is also click. um. Can an you click Elmo. on Big Bird? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh like, Elmo on the back leg. Yeah, like in this image, Big Bird's in front, and Elmo's uh. in the back. And then there's this That's other like a dog. Mullet. Yeah. And then there's this other dog who has Snow White in the front. And then three of the dwarves died into their fur in the back. Wow. And then there's another one who's like bright blue and it has like gears. That's crazy. And then there's also a peacock dog. Wow. That's yeah. that's kind of it's kind of pretty, but like, how does that even happen? Hopefully it's a dye that washes right out. Um, Dia's like, those poor poodles probably have an identity crisis. Probably. That's probably. why I said, hopefully it's a dye that washes right out. 
Like maybe they maybe they're cool with it. Maybe it's like cosplay for dogs, you know? Yeah, maybe, maybe. they're like, yeah. I wonder if the prices are expensive because those people, even though it's weird, there's a lot of talent going on there. Yeah, definitely love it. That's that's an art oh, yeah. art form. It's like graffiti. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, all right tell me got? another one. Oh, what? what? Am I me? supplying all these things? All right, yeah. I will. No, I'll do it. No, too late. Another one I personally find interesting is tree right. tree shaping. It's kind of like the dog grooming, isn't it? And that's like not your... that's not like what you get at Disney World where they're just trimming the hedges into shapes. This involves the trunks and the limbs. Like <laughs> one guy made an actual chair. As the trunk grew, he split them all up so it was like a like a almost like a wicker chair. Dude, what do you think the trees think of that? And then it had all the foliage at the top, like a canopy above it. It was super cool. Ooh, wow. Wait a minute. Doug Marshall's comment has got Doug my Marshall, attention. Doug Marshall has said it makes voyeurism sound boring. And I just Does want that to mean say, that's Doug's hobby is voyeurism? Doug, voyeurism is never boring. <laughs> that's on my list. Not is it really? The, not under voyeurism, but people watching, which is oh. one of my favorite hobbies. That's not super strange. That's not a strange hobby, is it? Uh, well, it can be, I guess. How so? I, I mean, if you go out like me with all black on and a painted oh face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh. You're so creepy. <laughs> So creepy. All right, I have one. You ready? What? So in the regular world, <laughs> Doug just said, I've never been caught. Smiley face. Doug. Don't admit it, man. All right, ready? Yeah. Out in the regular world, there's another hobby that I found interesting. And I don't know if you did or not. Um, yeah. And it is called <laughs> mooing. Oh, yeah. I got that on my list. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Go ahead. So there's a Mula Palooza <laughs> in Wisconsin where people just like compete to see who sounds the most like a cow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Let's hear your cow, Sean. No. Come on, Sean. That was my cow. No, that's not a cow. <laughs> I can't, I can't do a cow. Hey, that was good. That wasn't. I bet it wasn't nearly as good as a 10-year-old grand champions. Are you yawning? I'm mooing. I didn't hear it. Try again. <laughs> Did you really not hear it? I think it was a car driving by or something. <laughs> not. It was me mooing. Ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Go. There's no sound coming out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you can't lie like All that. Right, ready? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a cat in heat. All right, <laughs> 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 I can't do it. <laughs> no, no, don't you skip over that last comment, please. What? No, series a balaclava. When yeah. I said I go out at night with my black clothes and painted face, <laughs> but that, 
only works in the wintertime. It's too hot in summer, never in Florida, ever. God, sweat to death. Like, it blurs your vision with all that sweat in your eyes. I am just very intrigued by the people who competitively move. Yeah, that's subject changing. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to know. If this is really true about you and my husband, I just don't want to know. Let's ad address D's comment. D said, what if you just random ran move randomly when you pass a cow? If you haven't moved at a cow while you're driving by, you're not even a human. No, I think that's true. Like, come on. When I was in Scotland, I pretty much spent the entire time mooing at things. Like, uh, all the time. I think probably when we were in Ireland, too, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, man. But Moolapalooza, yeah. going back, is like this big competition at the Wisconsin State Fair. Yeah. And you can win $1,000. Figures it's in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's, well, what yeah. The kid, that's what the kid won. That must have been where he won. Is that yeah. was it was is the champion like ten years old? I have no idea how the champion yeah. is, but like I read that somewhere else. Oh, and I think that you can also win a bunch of cousins subs, whatever those are. They don't have those in the episode. That's okay. cousins subs. Oh, yeah. like subbury sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> maybe steak subs where you can get of... your own. I don't know, but like yeah, so people <laughs> compete. Like their hobby is learning how to move. Yeah. And being the best moor that they can possibly be. There's all kinds of animal sound competitions. Especially when it yeah. Especially more like than moose? Like oh turkey calling. Turkey calling is huge. <gasps> Bigfoot. That's just make believe because no but one knows how, what a Bigfoot sounds like. I know. How do you that's what I was gonna say? How do you judge who wins the Bigfoot calling contest if no one's one hundred percent sure? What a Bigfoot sounds like. That's right. Ah! Someone said, Sari said, 1000 in cash or cheese? Carrie would take the cheese. Guaranteed. Take the cheese. She'd take a semi truck full of cheese any day. I mean, we'd have to buy a freezer, but yeah, I would. She'd eat it in a month. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> My hobby is eating cheese. Cheese. I'm into the cheese. I've I've been slacking off on my cheese eating that. Yeah, you have been actually. So so far we've talked about people having a hobby of collecting in-flight sickness bags off of yeah. airplanes, naval fluff and other bodily things. Mm -hmm. But we did not talk about people having the hobby of collecting ecstasy pills. <laughs> That's but, because when people get them, they use them. No, not always. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a Dutch guy, a yeah. Dutch guy, a man from the Netherlands. <laughs> and he has, over the past 20 years or so, collected yeah. like, like tons and tons and tons of ecstasy pills, right? Yeah. But in 2009, sadly, his ecstasy pills collection, which had a lot of colors and shapes, um, got stolen. <laughs> and sold. <laughs> I don't know. He was a 46-year-old man. He went to the police and he's like, my ecstasy pill collection was stolen and I'm really worried because some of them are poisonous. And he was like stressed out because he didn't want people to take them, right? Yeah. 
Um, so basically, he had over 2,400 pills. Dang. And 40 of them, he said, were like poisonous. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And um, so he said he wasn't a drug dealer or user. And the quote from the um, the Dutch, I'm not going to be able to say this, but De Volkskrant, like their magazine, the newspaper, yeah. um, said, he said to them, I've tried it before, but I didn't like it. My passion for collecting comes from the varied collection of colors, shapes, and logos that are printed on the pills. So he like got them for over 20 years and he had them all like nicely stored in little folders and stuff. I've never even seen the drug ecstasy. Yeah. Um, Unless I potentially saw one when I was a newspaper reporter taking a picture of a drug bust. Like, you know, when like the cops lay out all their stuff and they're really super proud, like they're like, here's the pot plant, here's the heroin, here's the cocaine. Like maybe I saw it then, but mm-hmm. like I've never even seen them. And this guy collected 2,400 of them. Maybe he was a manufacturer and he just kept a couple from each batch that were unique. He said he wasn't the dealer. I know he said that. You think the Dutch guy was lying? The Dutch are known for being honest. Well, who would admit to being the manufacturer? <laughs> That's true. Sarah's like, what does he keep them in? A Pez dispenser? Which I think is really funny. <laughs> that is funny. And a great way to take them. Pop. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I've never seen them. You must have seen them before. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Your past life. Um, do you have any hobbies, babe? Me? Yeah. Do you collect ecstasy? No, but I... I, I Naval stuff? No. You know what interests me the most, actually, is the in-flight puke bags. Because, you know, they're small. It doesn't take a lot of room to build a big collection. Why, though? And they're all unique. Are they? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm sure most airlines have their own logos printed on them. I know, but there's not like eight... Well... I guess yeah. if you're an international traveler. Maybe. Yeah, you got to really do some traveling. Like, you got to get out of the United States and fly on some other airlines. You All know? right, so I just looked up the guy, this guy, and his name is Steve Silberberg. And oh, he's the manufacturer for sure with a name like that. He No, he's not the Dutch guy there. Oh. He, <laughs> oh, shoot, that was funny. Um, He's the air sickness collector ah okay and he has over three thousand bags that's a lot um it's amazing and he says they're just mementos of adventures he's done a lot of flying if they're all Um, his personal flying yeah and there's another um blogger who's also an artist essen I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, and I apologize, but it's Emma Tuli. And she had said that she, like, didn't decide to start collecting them, but it just, like, became this habit. And then the habit. Of stealing them? (laughs) Yeah. Formed, like, became a hobby. And so now she has 48 bags, 30 different airlines, you know, and uh, she traveled around so much because she was filming a TV series. Oh. And she likes the ones where the airlines no longer exist, like German Wings and Air Berlin and Malay. Oh, heck, yeah. You got to love that. 
They got to be more valuable now. But I, but for her, like they're just like mementos. Like they're like they remind her of her past. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you know, like the memories and the places that she experienced, and they trigger those memories again when she sees them. Right. Like back in the eighties, I used to know a lot of people that collected matchbooks. Back when Ooh. every bar had, when you could just smoke anywhere. And every bar had their logo on the matchbook and restaurants on their matchbooks. And some were the foldy kind and some were nice, beautiful little boxes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Once again, what? What's wrong? I have paint on my sleeve. Oh, nobody's seen it, baby. Till now. Now we've all all seen it. That's all right. Sorry. Can't take me anywhere. Nope. You know what my hobby is? Getting paint on her clothes. And my nose. <laughs> I'm really good at getting out my nose. All right. All right, Shani. What's the, oh you totally buried my matchbook story, so I don't oh, know. Yeah, if it, I don't know if it's fair for me to have to do the next one. Oh, but I do have a good one. Interesting one. Extreme okay. ironing. What ironing. Is that? What is extreme ironing? Well, apparently you compete on who can do the best job. While also performing an extreme situation like rafting, skydiving, cliff, uh, uh, rock climbing, like climb that, climb up the side of that mountain and then iron this shirt. Do they have irons that don't need electricity? Apparently, they must have battery operated irons. Whoa. And you got to get like the best quality ironing job. And, uh, I didn't read all the stats on it, but it's probably, you know, timed and quality measured. So according to Wikipedia is the latest danger sport that combines the thrills of extreme outdoor activity with the satisfaction of a well-pressed shirt. With the boredom of ironing. Like I can't even iron in the house. (laughs) Well, the Good thing is, I don't think you have to actually know how to set up the ironing board in extreme ironing. You don't think so? No, you, you have to. I think board? you have to use the surface. The rafting guy was in an inner. He was literally, literally like in a truck inner tube, ironing on the side of the tube. No. Yeah. So you might be okay. Wow. All right. So just so you all know, I have no mechanical ability. And That's like, not I'm, true. She can and uncork the, a bottle of wine just fine. That's about it. Um, but like the unfolding of an ironing board for many years of my life, much like tying my own shoes, was just impossible for me. Like, <laughs> could not get it. Could not get it down. She knows how to tie her shoes now. I do. I taught her. No, you didn't. She was well into her 40s before she left. I was well into my 80s. Thank you very much. Um, but no, like I, I have like broken down in tears over ironing boards before. The and board the or the ironing? The can- <laughs> ironing board, the can opener. My hobby would be like not being able to handle anything mechanical. Like I don't know what I'd have to, what I'd do if I had to actually change a tire. Her, her her hobby would definitely not be collection of hand tools or something like that. Okay, but. Doug said. 
Doug has written, I'm totally opposed to this. Yeah. But I've heard of wife tossing, I think in Scandinavia. That's only yeah. cool if you're the landing pad is a bed. Oh, Shawnee. What? Well, it's okay to pick you up and toss you up on the bed, baby. There's like, all right. So, yes, there are indeed wife throwing and tossing and carrying <laughs> competitions. Yeah, but carrying doesn't count. <laughs> Um, there's this great article I just found that says like wife carrying is a thing in Finland and it shows like this guy with his wife hanging upside down over his shoulders yeah and he's wearing yeah. his face is like, like yeah it's a, it's a race yeah and yeah. he looks like he's pooping and he has the tightest shorts on they're like so small um, <laughs> it's a very creepy photo <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What? I'm gonna that's have a, to show everybody that. Yeah, that's a pretty funny description. You might, <laughs> you might like, throw it up there. What? I said you might want to throw it up there. Yeah, I gotta find it though, man. I gotta find it. Um, all right, ready? Yeah. I think I can get it. I'm not sure though. Hold on. There you go. Can you see that man? Can you see that man's face? He How looks long? constipated. He does. Like. His shorts, his shorts are like oh, all the way up in his there. stuff right there. It almost like, looks like he's wearing a diaper under there. Yeah, it, it is just doesn't look pleasant. How far um, do they have to carry these women? Good Lord. I don't know. I'm trying to read it. I'm scrolling, but oh, I might have a paywall and I'm just too cheap. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, I knew that was totally a sport. Yeah. Throwing them or just carrying them? Ca carrying them, I did. I didn't know. The only throwing sport I've ever heard of is the <clears throat> now banned sport of throwing little people. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, because I, it's, it's okay to throw your wife because <laughs> you're married, so you've got consent. I just Jesus. don't understand. But it also sounds kind of fun. Like it's kind of weirdly fun to get thrown in a swimming pool. So like. Well, if you're, if I wasn't going to go into your little secrets, baby, but okay. She likes to get thrown. She likes to get thrown. In. As long as it's a soft landing, she loves it. It's not true. But <laughs> in my family growing up, I was a little one. And so all my all my, my second cousins on the Philbrick side were Sean's size. Those of you who don't know Sean, Sean, sit up, sit up straight, babe. Sit up straight? That yeah. doesn't do anything. Oh, uh, it doesn't help. All right, so Sean... I, I can still be Tom Cruise size right now. Is a very tall human with very wide shoulders that you can't quite see in the computer screen. And all of my family members on my Nana's side were like, six, 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 seven, like 200 pounds. Let's arm wrestle and show off our manliness. And like, they all thought I was hysterical because I was the youngest by a lot and really short compared to them. So whenever I went anywhere, they would just pick me up and throw me into the pool. <laughs> like it could be October and they would throw me in that darn pool. Like it well, was same, cool. same, but same also thing. kind of fun. The end. Same, same thing happened to me. They threw you in the pool, babe? Yeah, because I always was around with my other generation family, and they were all like my Uncle Bill and Uncle Wyatt and stuff. But I live in Florida, so it was year-round pool throwing. It was fine. Really? We have something in common. We got lots of stuff in common. Aw, that makes <laughs> me feel closer to you. Our love of wife throwing. <laughs>
my gosh, Sarah's so funny. Um, this is the 80s called and Magnum PI wants his shorts back. And that is in reference. I'm so sorry to those of you who are listening to this after the fact. To the amazing wife carrying guys shorts. That was perfect. That's yeah, that perfect. was good, actually. Apparently, according to Doug, hobby horse competitions are also huge in Switzerland. I don't think I know what that means. I don't know either. And Dee said that she remembers reading that they have a making out competition every Valentine's Day in Japan. Oh, wow. We should go to Japan on Valentine's Day. How do you win that? I don't know. Most tongue, longest kiss. I know. They probably have different categories. You think so? I'm looking it up right now. So you got to carry things while I look things up. I can't carry anything but you, baby. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, All right. I'm going to go, I'm going to talk about another strange hobby. And, and I can't, I can't pronounce it. It's like, like Hikaru Dora Danga. Okay. It's, it's dirt polishing. What? You take mud and you make a, they make a perfectly round ball. And then yeah. they take like a dry soil and they apply it to the outside. And they use a finer and finer soil. Until eventually the mud has basically dried out, like you have this hard ball, and you and they just keep rubbing it and using the and the finer soils are like an abrasive against. Pretty soon they have this hard shiny thing. It's like like a small like a bocce ball. It's really super shiny and yeah. round and smooth. Yeah. yeah, but it's made out of mud. And so, what's cool. the hobby? Like making it? Yeah, making it. And, and, and to me, it sounded like something that was started by like prisoners of war or something that had nothing else to do. But who knows what the history is? But yeah, well, you, because you just got to keep rubbing and rubbing and rubbing. You know what I mean? Oh, so I feel like I could go so many places with you saying rubbing and rubbing and rubbing, but I'm not going to because I'm that's, not sure. That's a different. That's a different and, hobby. I had that in my, teen, in my teenage years. I practiced that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, help me God. Okay, what? so Doug Marshall explained the hobby horse thing, I think. And he says it's stick horses. Teenage girls ride them like real horses and do all the things that are done in dressage <laughs> with real horses. That sounds kind of fun and amazing because then you don't have to deal with the real horse poop. So then they jump over the... Uh, like, yeah, little, that sounds little, so cool. The little gates and stuff yeah. and go around. That's funny. It is. <laughs> Before we go, I want to talk about this one. Is that's okay? Oh, there's yeah. two. Okay. All right. Um, the first one is called Toy Voyaging. And oh, stu- yeah. Stupid Hobby explains it as traveling toys that are passed from person to person. To continue its journey, toys can be released into the wild for someone to find. Their travels are tracked on a website. Each toy carries a unique identification number on a tag. A messenger on the tag encourages, or a message on the tag encourages anyone who comes into contact with it to go to the website and update its traveling with photographs. Huh, that's cool. It's kind of, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's kind of adorable. Why is that a bad hobby? It's not. It's not so much about the sentimentality of the, the, the toy object to me, but the, the experiment of like who can go the farthest and the longest. 
I you know what I mean? That sounds cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's like creates community. You know, like all these people are yeah. joining together to see the journeys of Ellie, the manatee, you know, stuffed manatee, rainbow dog. I don't know, but like, <laughs> that's cool. Hey, we could send Teddy on a vacation. No. no. Sean is referencing my teddy bear. My teddy bear I've had since I was five. My grandpa, the jazz drummer, sent it to me from California. It was the first package I ever got in the mail and also the only present my grandfather ever gave me. Um, and I love that teddy bear so hard. And Jen Fontaine broke it playing keep away at a um sleepover Jesus in fifth Christ. grade. I'm not holding grudges. Uh, and so then Teddy lost his leg and became peg leg for a really long time. And now Teddy has lost a lot of stuffing. And Teddy would not survive. Totally, Sean. And I think you're just trying to get Teddy out of the house. I woke up this morning and literally had to give two cotton ball-sized pieces of stuffing back to Carrie so she could stuff it right up Teddy's You're not supposed to tell people I still sleep with him. Oh, crap. (laughs) Well, maybe you could send one of his brethren that you also sleep with on, on a vacation. So, so Sean can have some room in the bed. <laughs> Anyways, Doug Marshall had an interesting comment. <laughs> A lot of men are into my little ponies. They They're called them. bronies. Yes, we've watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's one on MDI. There's a cute guy in MDI, which is where we live, Mount Desert Island. And he was in the movie. He was in the documentary. Yeah, it's that's right. Forbes. I forgot about that. It's so <clears throat> adorable. Thank you, D. Harris, who says no judgment, Carrie. I don't know if I believe you, and you're the, the only person who the, wrote I that. just want to tell you this is a judgment-free household right here. <laughs> He's lying. I'm not he lying. He catches me all the time. I do not judge her. You do. Ever. All the time. All the time. And John Bell said, I have a ticket stub from the 184 concerts I've been to in my life. Dude, that's a lot of concerts. That's a lot of concerts, but I believe it. And he says that's part of his collecting hobby. That's cool. That's that's a real memory jar collection right there. Dude, you don't let me have a collecting hobby. Well, you never choose anything small. You're a cat. You're an animal collector currently. I only have five animals. That's my collection. <laughs> all right. Can I tell you my favorite one though of all time yeah, things? Is gr- all right. But I think you might be more able to talk about it than I am. What and it's it? gorilla gardening. Oh, I've never gorilla gardened. I know, but it's so cool. So there's these people, and their hobby yeah. is gorilla gardening and like there's actually an international sunflower gorilla gardening day that was started in brussels um and it's just basically like people um the website says they optimistically sow seeds in neglected public spaces and like they're like oh here we go let's just randomly garden like on property yeah. that's not our own. And I can see why people might get mad at that. But there's like this really cool aspect of it, you know, like 
and I like, I like you the, can do uh, it with, and you can socially distance do gorilla gardening i mean it yeah. kind of feels like it you're not gonna get the vid doing it you know like <laughs> and people even like have done this thing called seed bombing where they like just <clears throat> put all the seeds out and seed pellets and like um they did that at the tape museum and like see it's what, just see what grows yeah Somebody did, that in our, somebody did that in our garden this year with tomato seeds. Apparently. Like me. Sean doesn't <laughs> like tomatoes, and I may have planted like 12 tomato plants. We have like a thousand tomatoes. God. It's all about the tomatoes. Oh, I hate tomatoes. <laughs> so like, literally. I, this one. It's my least favorite food. I love tomatoes. He hates cucumbers be... too. And spinach. And avocados. We're the all, least compatible all, couple ever. All underneath tomato. Is tomato your like most hated of all things? I think so. I'd rather eat a toenail and and nav and, and belly button. Navel fuzz, fluff. Navel fluff sandwich. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> Is, you hate tomatoes hey, look, and okra? Look. I got two collaborators right there. What? Oh, all right. So Shelly says, <laughs> LOL, we are so like, you're related. You share DNA. I know, but look and at D. D, you're probably somehow related to Sean. <laughs> um, because D is like, same Sean. Same. So, all right. Tomatoes, your most hated thing. I think if it is, you can make that official, probably. More than okra. Yeah. More than I haven't, I haven't had okra in 100 years, but I guarantee you it wouldn't bother me now like when I was a kid. Spinach what? is, spinach, I'd, I'd rather choke down spinach cooked because I love raw spinach, but I'd rather choke down cooked spinach than eat a tomato any day. And you know I eat spinach all the time and stuff that you try to sneak it into. I didn't do that. My Not hobby is often. trying to sneak vegetables into Shawnee's food. Yeah. Yay, Siri. Siri and I are secretly related because they're with me, they say. I feel less alone now. Carrie loves her some avocados, though, I'll tell you. I don't mind I avocado. like veggies. I love veggies. Uh. <laughs> Not into me. What was that that just rolled by? I don't know. That Good is a Lord. big noise. Yeah. That's a big noise. Maybe there's some gorilla gardeners. Dude, I think that's the coolest hobby. But the whole point of this podcast, Sean, is to try to get you to have a hobby, babe. Oh, I Sean doesn't hobby. have a I hobby never anymore. do it. What's it's that? still the same hobby. Thinking? Fishing. Pointing at your head. Oh. In five years, I'll start fishing again. <laughs> That's a sad, sad thing, honey. You have I to know. have a hobby now. Oh, also, D, who's secretly your sister, apparently, also doesn't like spinach or okra. That's <laughs> because they're all slimy. They are slimy, man. Yeah. But you got to get over the slime. Nope. Get, get the nutrients. <laughs> nutrients. You know what my least favorite food is, I think? What? Oh, actually, there's so many. But I think, though, if I go for a vegetable. Well, you're going for top, top. Least. Oh, least, most hated. Most hated, least favorite. Can I say least favorite vegetable? 
Yes, we're all going right. for vegetables. Oh, all right. My least favorite vegetable is very specific, and it is peas in a can. Oh, my God. That's so easy compared to a tomato. I Jeez. hate it. I hate a I'm low maintenance. Peas. You're very high maintenance for our very high maintenance. <laughs> Uh, I'd say that the peas in the um, can also have the the slime factor that Shelly's talking about, though. No, they don't. That was old. That was an old comment. That was based on potatoes and okra and spinach. (laughs) I think that everyone should try to find Shawnee a hobby, since he refuses to go fishing up here. So (laughs) I'm not refusing. I just don't have time. I made him promise. I made him promise to spend one half hour. I'm like, baby, just a half hour, just a half hour a week, go fishing. Has it happened? No. Yeah, not yet. No. You guys take yet. care of yourself. I do. And I'm gonna force feed tomatoes t- into your mouth. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that, Bob. Be some wife tossing going on around here. <laughs> Yay. Anyways, I hope you all have a good hobbies, Man. fun hobbies. There's a whole lot of hobbies. We, go- we didn't oh, well, cover. Tell them. That's all right. No. You want to do them? All right. No, it's eight you o'clock, sure? dude. Yeah, right. bro. 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 I was. I had a hobby. That was a really secret a political statement right there, but we're not supposed to be political. So. I don't get it. Bro. I don't get it still. You You're can a girl. After. You're a girl, and I called you bro. Like, oh. as in brother. As oh, in never mind. Oh, as in the tweet <laughs> that got you angry today? Yeah. Oh, my word. That's a lot of reach. Nobody else knows what you're talking about. So, this is a good, good. time to stop. All right. I'm so, stopping. All right. I hope you all have nice hobbies. Yeah, and a nice weekend. And I hope you find the half hour on like poor Shawnee who refuses to. Oh, go do something fun. Support your own mental health and well being. I do it through Don't care. Don't be like but... Sean. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Yeah. See you next week, hopefully. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out. Let's right? go throw around, baby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to Loving the Strange. Please be sure to like and subscribe. And remember, embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. Go get your strange on, friends. Thanks for listening.